When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Generals gathered in their masses Just like witches at black masses Evil minds that plot destruction Sorcerer of death's construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh, larger War Games! <laughs> It's war games time. Okay, have you seen how they got Pete Dunn to shout it in his best William Regal impression? <laughs> I, I think you know what they did. They took like all the all, the entire roster, and they're like, "Okay, who can say it the best?" And then Pete Dunn was the one who did it the best, and they're like, "All right, you're in the match." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "You have one line in the promo video: war games." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they found someone with a British accent, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, war game season is upon us. Full gear is behind us. Uh, a lot of construction happening here. War games and cages and fucking a lot of stuff. You know, full gear and and all this shit. So we're 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 gonna get into all of it today, folks. Um, we have uh, war games chat. We're gonna be talking just very casually about full gear, and then we've got a lot of potluck to get to. So it's a it's a stacked episode tonight. And uh, you know we're we're off the heels of Saudi Arabia defeating Argentina in the fucking World Cup. No way! That, how like... much did they? How much did they pay to do that? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm losing my cool slowly at all the hatred this part of the world is getting for the actions of Qatar. Like it is, it is so annoying. I'm well, sure you you've seen on Twitter. You, you can't buy beer at the football. That's a tragedy, KJ. 
Yeah. Oh my lord. Can you imagine going to a football match and not having beer? Wow. Oh my god. Can you believe it? It's just, crazy. Just, oh god. I can't <laughs> believe we're not doing what everyone else on the other side of the world is doing. How backwards. Oh my god. god it's so weird that another part <laughs> of the world has a different culture. That's so crazy. <laughs> Ali, uh, unfortunately, you know, your Iranian team uh, lost to England 6-2. You already hate the English, but, you know, being a Scotsman, I, I can't imagine how you felt with that result. Um, yeah, you know, well, I'm not really fond of Iran right now for what's going on. Because it's not, it's, not <laughs> oh, yeah. it's not very Western. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I follow some of my Iranian friends. Uh, actually, mainly girls are all just... Their stories so on Instagram are so constant. Well, what, what, like, first of all, gorgeous. Saying, saying gorgeous. I, know. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I was talking about the, the hair thing. Yeah. And it, it's all about like hair and like, you know, how dare you and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a tragedy what's happening in Iran. Honestly, it's it's so bad. Anyway, um, let's talk about war but yeah. games. But war. <laughs> that, that was going to be how I tied it in, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Iran, Iran. Hair, hair, war, war games. War games, there you go. <laughs> um, war games is, is upon us, folks. Uh, now, a lot of people I know are not big fans of of this match, but I'm, I'm excited to see what happens on the main roster. There have been some really good war games matches on uh, the NXT brand. Uh, most notably, I remember the one where Io Shirai did the spot with the garbage can. Do you remember that, Ali? No. She she put the garbage can on her head and then jumped off the top of the cage onto wow. everyone. That was get, it was incredible. Uh yes. I watched the one where Kevin Owens was the surprise entrant. That was good. That was really good. That was really good. So, yeah. Um so anyways, let's let's talk about the matches. We've got a, a random AJ Styles with the OC versus Finn Balor with the Judgment Day, a singles match, Ollie. Uh, how are you feeling about this feud, and wh- what do you think of this match? I would have preferred if this was a traditional Survivor Series match. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would work better. Like, at least have one. I get that it's branded as War Games. You do War Games, but you could have one Survivor Series match. But putting the leaders against each other, the leaders of each faction, well, that's what they said on Raw. I thought Damien Priest was the leader of Judgment Day, not Finn <laughs> I thought Rhea Ripley was the leader. <laughs> <laughs> She's the mummy. <laughs> mummy. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, can I ask you a question real quick? Yes, because sure. I'm going to forget later. But um, isn't the I'm Your Mommy... Like, they made an I'm Your Mommy t-shirt in WWE, right? Did they? That, that's what I... I could have sworn I saw Rhea Ripley wearing or promoting an I'm Your Mommy t-shirt. And I thought WWE is manufacturing these. That's a good idea. Because later on, we'll talk about Vicky Guerrero comes out wearing an I'm Your Mommy. And I was like... Isn't that a WWE t-shirt she's wearing? Like, what the fuck is going on here? So, Who knows? you know, Forbidden Door. Anyways, Forbidden go on. Door. Forbidden Door. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I what, what are they calling Mia Yim now? Michin. Mi, uh, Michin. It's like, um, uh, I want to say respectful. I don't know if respectful is the word, but it's like, it's Michin, Michin, like Mia Yim Chin. It's like a... Something, something along those lines. So it's, I think, the equivalent of the Japanese sun, you know. Yeah. Well, I feel like they're so, tra- they're trying to get this feud going. They tried a lot on Raw. There was a lot of shenanigans. They're really 
really trying to make it interesting. I just feel that Carl, 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 Carl Anderson, Carl. and Carl Malone, um, Luke Gallows, is that what we're calling him now? Doc Gallows, Luke Gallows, Luke yeah. Gallows, right? Yeah. I feel like yeah. they those guys are so charismatic and are really good talkers. Why is AJ Styles doing his boring promos? Why don't they let Big LG talk, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, ever since they've come back, their surprise, I mean, to me, it was spoiled, so I didn't feel that impact, but I'm sure people didn't know. We're like, oh, shit, yes, the OC's back. Okay, great, that's awesome. But ever since they've been back, it's just like nothing, really. Um, you know? Mia Yim or Michin, she moves as if she's had a hip replacement. Yeah, her movement's a bit slow, she's isn't a bit, it? She's a bit slow, isn't she? I don't know. You know, that you know what happens when you, you when you live when you live with someone, you start becoming like them. So what, Keith Lee? Oh, he's so... <laughs> well, I, I I never really watched NXT when he was like the big thing, and then when he came to the Thunderdome era, wasn't impressed with him. And since he's went to AEW, even less impressed with him. I don't see what the thing is about him. What's so good about Keith Lee? I don't know. My friend, I was watching, <laughs> I was watching with my friend, and my friend described him as someone who has the shape of Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> where his he's got a big torso and then his legs just go right in and i was like it's so weird i i can't put my finger on it my friend says it's because he has no ass and i was like yeah, holy fuck you're right ass. yeah he doesn't he doesn't has he? no ass and he's it's so got, strange his gut has got so big yeah um, oh yeah he just looks really awkward to work with in the ring you know it's, it never you know, seems I like always... he's in the right place and he always look, looks gassed. And what really annoyed me is he dyed his beard for the pay-per-view. We're just talking about yeah. AEW. He dyed his yeah. beard for yeah, the pay-per-view. <laughs> but he didn't, he didn't dye the the front bit. So he just had this like grey line right here. You can't see me. Yeah. The, the bottom of my lip. Um, and yeah. It just was weird. Anyway, Survivor yeah. Series. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll get to I'm, that later. I'm pretty but, yeah. sure last time AJ Styles and Finn Balor had a match, it was when Finn Balor was supposed... Well, this is the last pay-per-view match, I think. I could be wrong. Was when Finn Balor was supposed to face uh, Sister Abigail. And yeah, Bray Wyatt Demon had, versus Sister. Bray Wyatt had that sort of illness. Roman Reigns had it too. Um, and, Do you um, remember the poster? <laughs> yeah. With Bray Wyatt wearing like... With, with, the, with veil, like a... the black veil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they, they, they had a, they had an amazing match so no doubt they should yeah. have another amazing match I hope they do and then obviously uh-huh. there's going to be shenanigans and stuff but you're going to say what's your prediction and I'm going to say that <sighs> Judgment Day is going to win uh, yes I agree I think Finn Balor is being pushed to the moon here and I, I think even though the OC desperately need this win I feel like Finn Balor is going to win but I think that's going to really harm the OC. I feel like the OC needs to have like a four-on-four match at some point and and have the OC go over there. But I feel like maybe Finn Balor gets this win over here at the pay-per-view. Finn Balor. I'm I'm very uncertain about this one, though. Um, Then we have Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. Good God. Uh, The less said about this, the better. Uh, Why? Because no Ronda, one, there's no one else. I hope Ronda kills her, like, like straight into the armbar, like one of her USC fights. I hope that's what happens. Yeah, I think uh, someone else said the same thing. They were like, just have it end quickly, quickly. And Rousey, uh, fi- Rousey MMA finish taps it out in like 
seconds, that would be a good one. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense to think that Shotzi is going to be competitive to Ronda, right? now. Also, like, why... like, like so, so, I keep saying Sandra Rousey. Ronda Rousey selling Shotzi Blackheart's offense. No, come on. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's it can't. I And this is not how you build. Like, why is Shotzi getting a shot here? You know what I mean? Like, it, it should not be her. It, it should be anyone else. It should have been Shayna Baszler or something. Or even, I get I get that Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey haven't had much screen time together. So, sure, build that story up and then have Shayna versus Let, Ronda yeah, somewhere down yeah, the line. Exactly. Let's That's start, fine. Let's start building Ronda as a badass heel that just batters bitches and build her up for WrestleMania so that she has credibility. Let put her on an undefeated run until WrestleMania and then she can face Charlotte or... Becky at WrestleMania for the title. I, you know what I would like to see would have been like a maybe over here they should have done like a classic. When I say classic, I mean like what they were doing for the last few years. Ronda versus Bianca. That would have been one hell of a match. That I would have loved to see. Yeah, but you know, I'm sure I'm sure that will come down somewhere down the line. But yeah, that right now, Shotzi Ronda. I can't I can't imagine Ronda's losing. Right. Yeah, no way. No way she lives in. No yeah. way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as as was said by the Argentinians this World Cup. Uh, <laughs> we have Seth freaking Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. Triple threat for the WWE United States Championship. Uh, who you got here, bro? Um, I'm liking this Austin Theory, this new Austin Theory. I thought he's been fired the past few weeks, um, especially on Raw. Out on Monday, he was so good and he's so confident. And he's got rid of the stupid goatee, he's got the beard, he's got rid of the phone, he's more driven. He's he's just, yeah, this is the Austin Theory that's going to be a star, I think. And I hope, I think he's going to win the title, to be honest. I think he's going to do it. Um, that's interesting. I, I still have Seth retaining uh, the title here. Uh, I feel like. I feel like Theory is going to look good in this match. I feel like it's too soon to get the title off of Seth already. I understand they want to do this whole thing with Austin Theory and that he lost the money in the bank and they're like, okay, let's let's try and get him to recover by putting the title on him. I don't think that title would do him any good. Um, you you especially you, Maybe you're right then. Maybe you think the chase is going to be better for him. So yeah. maybe, maybe he he's going to win this match and Bobby screws him and then Seth takes advantage and wins that could probably be yeah happens. yeah yeah that i feel like that would be better for him putting the title on him again yeah. i don't i think it'll just be dead in the water sure. after that where, where sure, i'm go? with you on that I'll, ch- I'll change then i would say seth's retaining it with you yeah. yeah seth seth retaining would make more sense here uh we then have our war games matches uh let's let's talk about the Sorry, men first you, uh, yeah you said it wrong we then have the men's war games matches. <laughs> That's it. And uh, and then so the brawling brutes uh, with Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens versus the Bloodline. Uh, I, I I loved the the sort of introduction of Kevin Owens to this little feud here. It was great. Uh, you know the the pop that the crowd gave Roman Reigns. Exp- Roman Reigns. I don't remember the last time Roman Reigns fumbled in the ring which if you go back like four years it you could not say the opposite you know so so it's just absolutely incredible his expressions his selling and 
everything about Roman Reigns is immaculate. Um, how do you feel about this match? Ollie? I popped so big for the stunner on SmackDown. Oh, massive pop for the stunner! It was so good. I'm loving it. Um, yeah, when Roman came out for the save at the end, it just battered, battered cunts. It was so good. And then on Raw, I would have. I get what they were doing on Raw, but I would have maybe had the bloodline on Raw. Not Roman, but the bloodline to promote it more. But maybe on SmackDown, you know, obviously Sheamus and um, Drew are in that, um, what do you call it? The advantage match with the Usos. To see who gets yeah. the advantage going on. Maybe they're saving the shenanigans for then. But I thought on Raw, um, Sheamus and his pals, I thought they looked really strong. And um, I think they built them up well as credible challengers for the bloodline. I really enjoyed Drew on commentary going, it's nice to have some pals, you know, usually I'm just uh, all about a lone wolf, but, you know, it's quite good. And then backstage, JBL was like, hey, how's Scotland doing in the World Cup? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker, JBL. <laughs> JBL is so good. He's so good. I think people forget how good he is at talking because he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> he's such and a piece he's of so- shit. He's so good at getting people to hate him, because um, it just comes naturally, I guess. Uh, but but, but the, how do you, how do you feel? Yeah, match, how do you yeah. feel about this? How do you feel about the? Because I, I I will admit I'm excited for the match. However, I feel like the brawling brutes are very misplaced in this match. I could have done with another trio, or maybe even Ridge Holland and Butch are quite misplaced because they're quite new. They haven't really solidified their their sort of status on SmackDown. You know they have they've won a few matches here. They've lost a few. They're over by association. They're a little bit cheesy. You know? Yeah, like the whole fight night. I, I get that they're trying to do the the whole like raw Monday night raw. It's fight night and like you know I get that, but but still it's like they're they're over by association because Sheamus got over in that match against Gunter, and I think and Pete Dunne, these guys are just oh, with sorry. Him. I think Butch is pretty over i think people like butch i think the odd man out is ridge holland he's just no one Easily. really likes him because he injured Big E, and he's just a bit uh, i don't know he's a bit cheesy for me but this i think this match is good everyone's a good good hand everyone's a good wrestler there's not there's no bad wrestlers in it everyone's like shit hey. um so it's gonna <laughs> he oh. says all the after he said ridge holland injured Big E. <laughs> yeah and, and we're not saying that he did it on purpose. This, no, he didn't do it on purpose. Uh, but like, I, yeah. it, I feel like it's going to end up... I think the Bloodline are going to win. I, I really do. Um, because it's the Bloodline, right? But there is another part of me that thinks that Sammy is going to take the fall. And that's going to start That's going to start the story of... Or maybe Sammy isn't, isn't as good as we thought. But I don't know if they're going to pull that trigger then... But if they were, it would be a good thing. Sammy's the one that lost. He's not a real so He's not really in the bloodline. And then you start the doubt. And then he's got to try and like suck up and get his way back in. And then that obviously leads to all the stuff going at WrestleMania that was speculated on. It's a good time to do it. But I don't know if if they will do it now or if they'll delay it longer. If they're going to do it, the bloodline are going to lose. Sammy's taking the fall. If they're not going to do it, bloodline are going to win. Um, and Roman's obviously going to win it for Bloodline. Uh, my prediction is going to be that Jey Uso takes the fall 
And on SmackDown, when it seems as though everyone's sick and tired of Jey Uso's shit, they turn on Sammy because Sammy's the one making Jey Uso not focus on bloodline issues. And Jey Uso will never be kicked out of the bloodline because he's family. And so, so they they kick Sammy Zayn out because he's distracting Jey from what needs to be done. They can talk about how they beat the New Day when Sammy wasn't there, and. They retained, and now they're the you know ooh, greatest tag team of all time. Just had a massive, um, the best synapses fired. What if? Humor me here. What if Sammy wins War Games, right, or the Bloodline, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, Sammy Zayn has won it for the Bloodline," and then they're gonna have a celebration party on SmackDown to celebrate Sammy winning War Games for the Bloodline, and then they do the Batista thing with randy orton with it the thumbs up and then the thumbs down and he gets <laughs> dropped down and then they beat the shit out of him and they're like oh my god but then what's the reason for that he won the match for them i don't know i don't know what the reason is <laughs> you got excited <laughs> at the prospect of Sammy Zayn. yeah like the, my like my prediction i think is possible because like there's a reason you know there's a reason why jay uso lost and, and just when you think that oh fuck now, now they're gonna have the go at Jey Uso and Sami Zayn, blah, blah blah. They turn on Sami because like, fuck you, you're distracting our brother, our blood, you know. Yeah, blood. And it's, it's all there. Yeah, and then you have sympathy for the babyface. Like he won you the fucking he like he's not even the one who lost the match. It's Jey Uso. Why did you beat him up? You pieces of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. but I I feel like the the men are winning this. I really feel like the men are winning. Uh, sorry, the baby face men. The men are winning. This. The, men are the baby winning. face men are winning. Yeah. Wait, where do you the live? men are winning. Do you live in Qatar? <laughs> <laughs> women. What women? Um, oh, KJ, do you know that we're the number five most downloaded podcast in UAE about wrestling? Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I wonder <laughs> why. <laughs> just, just UG, just download, delete, yeah. download, delete. Yeah. Download, delete. <laughs> <laughs> on every app <laughs> on every app <laughs> uh but yeah so uh i i feel like the brawling brutes drew mcintyre and kevin owens are winning this that's my prediction okay yeah uh you you say th- so you said bloodline right i said bloodline i'm bloodline or if they are pulling the trigger on the sammy thing <laughs> bloodline or the other guys i yeah. it's one of them it's one i'm of picking one of the one two of them one of the two teams are gonna win <laughs> And it's a no contest. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, the the final match. It is uh, Damage Control uh, with Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Meechin. Uh, in, and there's a surprise person who's supposed to be added to this match, which they said so, they'll announce well, it on SmackDown. Well, yeah, so... Let's so, not, so let's, before, not, let, let's not give away spoilers if people don't want to know. Yes. So how about this? If you don't want to know, skip 30 seconds, okay? Because Ollie and I both have, like, names here. And we both have different names for, for different reasons. So I'll tell you when. Skip 30 seconds or pause the podcast if you're driving or whatever, fuck. Skip 30 seconds now. So ITRWrestling.com okay. is reporting that Becky Lynch is going to be the... Uh, 
the four, the the fifth woman, and you got a Wikipedia says. So on Liv Wikipedia Morgan. it says Liv Morgan. Like yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Why? Why? Why yeah. fuck? If it's Becky, it's that's so amazing. Then and yeah. then I think the yeah. faces are gonna win that match. Yeah. Okay. So so now okay. Spoiler free. We'll we'll continue talking spoiler free. Um. Yeah. I I feel like the baby faces are going to win, especially because the bad girls have the advantage. So. I think if you look at the history of this, typically whoever has the advantage loses. So, um, also, the advantage doesn't really make sense, does it? Because, like, if you have the advantage and you're going in with the advantage, the freshest person that comes in is from the team that doesn't have the advantage. So, the last yeah, person... It's a weird trope, isn't it? And it only really works yeah. if the heels have the advantage, you know? Because it's heelish. Yeah. But, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But um, that being said, I feel like the the good guys are going to get the advantage over on SmackDown. Yeah, that could be another um, thing where it's the Usos don't get the job done and it's Sammy's fault that they lose or something, you know, so that they're going in yeah. and there's tension. So many things that could happen there, but yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Whew. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the good girls here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right? Yeah. Good yeah. girls. Even though... Damage control really like Bailey needs this. Like Bailey needs this win so bad. But because Bianca doesn't need a win. It's gonna be tough. Rhea Ripley is a beast. I think she's gonna shine in this match. She's gonna be oh, yeah. coming out of this match, she is gonna be the star. Wherever I see her name, I'm like, yep, Rhea Ripley man. This yeah. this woman is She is superstar. So fun. Superstar. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, so those are our predictions for Survivor Series War Games. Um, let's War let's games. talk about Full Gear that just took place. Uh, interesting show. Uh, I will say I was surprised by all the wrestling, Ali. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I quite enjoyed a lot of the wrestling. Uh, but um, let's 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 get into the show uh, match by match real quick. Um, did you watch the Zero Hour? No, um, I watched the pay-per-view on Monday, um, but no, I didn't watch any of the, the lead-up. No, just the pay-per-view. Okay. You weren't very, like, interested in the match anyways, were you? Uh, or the pay-per-view, rather, not the match. Um, the, I was interested in the main event. Okay, yes, as was I. Um, but some of the matches, they, they, they quite surprised me. I was, I was very impressed. Um, however, the, the opening match was a bit strange. I felt a lot of, like, uh, throwback to to Undertaker and Kane and like I felt like Luchasaurus was very sort of just replicating Undertaker Kane moves and stuff. Yeah, you know? well, well, um, Jack Perry was saying it was based on Hell in a Cell with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. He was even wearing an homage to Shawn Michaels gear that night. So, what was he wearing? He was wearing his normal Jungle Boy stuff, but it was like themed as Shawn Michaels uh, black and uh, white tights from. Uh, Bad blood. The Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, uh, I mean, I, I liked I it because I loved that match as a kid. So I, I liked this match. I thought it was really good. And Jack yeah. Perry won, which was the right move. But I think yeah. it's time for him to move on from this feud, this extended feud of injury. <laughs> <laughs> as you can see, Ollie, I'm, I'm, the Christian homage is going on with me and my, my yeah. arm. KJ, yeah, uh, so his wanking injury is back. Um, he's in my wanking sling. injury is back. Is it your right I'm or also, left? I'm also doing the Taz towel here. Taz towel. Is it right shoulder. or left? 
My left arm. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ambidextrous. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Don't you remember that time I did both of? Okay, so um, this is yeah, not uh, just a, this, was, this is not a, not a wanking podcast. So yeah, sorry. Uh, that's the pot of thunder. Uh, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry gets the win by submission, which is pretty surprised. Uh, that elbow from the top of the cage looked a bit awkward. I felt like he was sort of holding back a little bit, but um, yeah, at the end of the day, it was it was a decent match. It was good. I mean, I would uh, hold back if I was jumping from that height. That AEW cage is really tall. It's so high. It's so high. I also hate the stipulation of like you can't win by getting out of the cage. It's a fucking cage. Um, then we have uh, Death Triangle versus the returning The Elite uh, with Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. Uh, I believe Jim Cornette uh, deemed this match as unwatchable. I have not, <laughs> I've, I'm halfway through the Cornette podcast. I've not got to the Young Bucks match yet. But okay. oh, I'm man. very I need excited to, listen to, to listen to it. Oh, it's great. It's so I, good. I don't listen to Cornette, uh, but I think I should start. because I, AJ, feel like I, got... I was late to the party with Cornette, but now it's my favorite podcast. Oh, okay. I need to... Uh, yeah, because a lot of people who dislike the AEW tropes uh, always say Cornette is a, is a great listener. It's, it's a good mix uh, because if you listen to Meltzer, he loves AEW, and you listen to Cornette, and he hates AEW, so you're getting both sides of it. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So, uh, Death Triangle versus the Elite. Uh, wh- how do you feel? You you were shaking your head, Ollie. And apparently, this has now become match one in the best of seven. That's why I was shaking series. my head. Um, as as I've said before, this type of wrestling isn't for me. I just think it it's not it's not real. It doesn't look real at all. It looks planned out and choreographed. And there was so many spots in this match where you're like, that's not real. That's It's fancy acrobatics. It, we've talked about it at nauseum. It, it's impressive. It is impressive, but it's not wrestling. Um, yeah. I thought that the entrance music was a massive fuck you to CM Punk. Yeah. It really was. Wait, and then... Why? And then, but listen to the lyrics of, of the song. Okay. It's the... Oh, fuck, son. I forgot how the sound Way- Wayward Son. Wayward Son, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, go the on. Um, and then... On BTE... Have yeah, you seen this? Yeah, I saw that. They, yeah, I saw... <laughs> they, they are doing a, they're doing a match montage and they fade down the music and they film the crowd saying fuck CM Punk. How, like, don't... Yeah. That is fucking bullshit. I hope CM Punk sues them now. I hope he does. I hope he sues them and it all comes out that they're the biggest cunts in the world. Um, it's, <laughs> and I hope CM Punk gets a big money and then faces Austin at Mania. That's that's my hope. <laughs> I, I, I'll say this, right? Uh, oh, can I, like can what, I say, no, let me say positive things though. Because there was positive things. I thought Kenny Omega looked like a star. That's the first time in years I've thought that he's looked like a main eventer. His tights were good. He's in great shape. He had a tan. He dyed his hair. He looked a million pounds. He looked so good. And he is a talented athlete, but it's not my style. Um, 
some of the stuff that him and Pac were doing was very impressive. I will say that. But in, in the whole context of a wrestling match, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, look, I, I, I really liked the sort of the the idea that oh they're returning and all that stuff right but to to harp back to what you were saying about CM Punk and stuff I find it really I I, I get it right I'm pretty sure KG it's different that he's... I think just to, to button for a sec I think it's different if they are talent right if they are purely wrestlers but they are executives in the company I think if you're a wrestler you can do that kind of stuff to get heat but if you're an executive in the company then that doesn't fly. Agreed. I I feel like I feel like the the whole CM Punk situation with you know CM Punk being uh, difficult to work with, and I, many people said it in be it in WWE, be it in uh, I think there were claims in Ring of Honor when he was there, and and even now in in AEW, people are just not happy working with him because he's a difficult person to work with. I think taking that into consideration, fine. But at the same time, this man literally changed the scope for your company. Like, sure, he didn't put like as many seats that you know, or as many numbers on the 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 viewing numbers rather on on the board he, as, he as much as you expect him to. He is the only to. person in AEW that has moved the needle <laughs> as much. Yeah, yeah, easily, right? And his return was one of the best things to happen wrestling in years in years you know people are crying and everything and uh, you know first of all fuck the fans all right fuck i fucking hate wrestling fans i hate ufc fans more but i hate wrestling fans as well to an extent where the whole like fuck cm punk like there goes your there goes your podcast audience (laughs) yeah (laughs) no we have good people listening to us but but no it's it's these guys that you know, they, they flip, and I, I put this tweet out. I said, wrestling fans flip faster than wrestling commentators, you know? And and I swear to God, it's so quick, and you forget, like, what CM Punk did. If CM Punk hurt you personally, sure, fuck CM Punk, chant it as much as you want. But the fact that he's upset and he's done whatever to, to these guys, and then, oh, you guys just want to be cool and, you know, put yourselves over by, by saying fuck CM Punk... You guys are kind of pathetic, in my opinion. So it's, it's not. And, and, there's not. There's both sides are have made mistakes in the whole thing. Like it's not just CM Punk, and it's not exactly it takes two to have a fight, you know. And they're coming out of it, and they're wearing white. And they're coming out to that song, and they're putting that fuck CM Punk chant in their vlog. They're trying to be like, oh, we're the baby faces. Punk's the bad guy. Yeah, his behavior at the press conference is not what he should have done. And then getting into a fight backstage is not good. But it takes two to tango, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So, anyways, uh, they, they came back. This match again, flippy. Uh, what did Braun Strowman call it? Flippy fucks or whatever. So Flippy dippy. Um, Flippy dippy, yeah, flippy dippies. Uh, no, but like again, these guys are immensely talented. Like I watched it. My one of my high school friends was over at my house, um, and we put it on. Uh, he's a wrestling fan as well, and we were watching it together. And I've never, I've never watched wrestling with him before, so you know, I had fresh, fresh takes. And he and I were both on the same page with this, where he doesn't really watch AEW, and so he was introduced to a lot of these people for the first time. But even he was like, these guys are really talented, but. Where, why 
why is it just like a move and then he stands right up like there's no selling whatsoever yeah. well that's interesting and that he said that and he's never watched AEW. He's never watched AEW. He's heard of these guys. And there is obviously, because he reads news and stuff. So there's a modicum possibly of him going like, oh, okay, this is what people are talking about. And and that's why he saw what he saw. However, again, like if it's that apparent, man, this is, if this is your wrestling style, fine, man, do, do your thing. But it's just, the thing is, the Bucks and Kenny Omega, they could be the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. If the, changed their style and sold a little bit more because they are they, there's no doubt to their talent they are so athletically gifted and they're they're so good in the ring but their psychology is just trash zero there's zero psychology but again ollie i think that's that's for you and i i think you and i enjoy wrestling with psychology whereas there's a portion of the crowd and i feel like a majority of the AEW fans feel like I don't need psychology. I just want to see moves and I want to see cool shit. And, and then whenever I want he to gets see cool shit too. Fucking... I love cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you look at, they like, just want like, cool shit after cool shit. Like moving on to the, the, the ring of honor title four way that had cool shit in it, but that was more structured as a wrestling match. And I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that match. I, going into it, I wasn't that fussed, but by the end of it, I was like, that was fucking brilliant. That was so good. I've enjoyed every moment of it because you had guys in there who can do the same stuff as the Bucks and Omega, but they also understand selling. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the again, the Elite are just not for us, even though like my favorite tag team match possibly of all time is the Young Bucks versus Hangman and, and Kenny Omega. I thought that match was amazing. That was good, that was good because of the story. There was story in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like the Bucks could do that every time, but yeah, it's just, and now we have to see seven of these and we're going to see hammers used like in three of them. I, this is my prediction, right? I'm just going to say it right now. Um, so Death Triangle won the first one. Second one, again, Death Triangle is going to win it. Uh, the Elite are going to win the third one. Uh, Death Triangle are going to win the fourth one. Elite fifth, Elite sixth, Elite seventh. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, we then have Jade Cargill uh, versus Nyla Rose for the Hose oh. Championship. And, yeah, I was I was just trying to get a peek at Layla Gray the whole time. And uh, um, Jade Cargill was cosplaying as uh, Jade, Chi, Chi, Jade, Chita. Jade looked fantastic. That, that's my yeah. takeaway from the match. It was like pulling teeth, it was so bad. She's so hot. She's so Jade's hot. so hot. But yeah, um, but let, let's move on. I don't. We're wasting time talking about it. it was rubbish. Yeah, she it was. It was Thundercats. I've never watched Thundercats, but yeah. Um, I believe this was the short. Yes, this was the shortest match on the card, including the the zero R. So yeah, no one really cares. Uh, then we have the fatal four way match that Ollie spoke about for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Um, Brian Danielson is so good. He is. He is. Unfortunately, that guy can't get anyone to like him. No. Um, <laughs> no, he's got, uh, such, he's got such a punchable face, though, isn't he? He does. Oh, he does. Uh, so, yeah, Sammy Guevara, Cla- Claudio Casagnoli, uh, Brian Danielson, and Chris Jericho in this Fatal 4-Way match. 
the end of the match. Oh, Jericho, uh, you had like, one thing to do. You had like ten like, minutes to rest. He was he yeah. was out of the action for ages, building yeah. up to the big spot, and he he missed. He hit the knees, and and, <laughs> and Claudio was just looking at him, going, well, "Fucking do it again." like i feel like that finish would have been beautiful like you wouldn't see it coming he would hit that elbow in his face as he turned into it he he, he launched himself but he didn't launch himself high enough because claudio's a big Uh, dude yeah so yeah anyways um you know sammy Guevara turned on jericho in this match as well briefly which was interesting um but yeah uh jericho eventually retained i thought and when 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 so I was going to say Cesaro, when Claudio turned around and uh, Danielson hit the knee, I thought Danielson's winning this. I bet big time. I I, I love that. That was, a was so really good. good. That was yeah. so close. That was so good. Um, but yeah, Jericho remains the champion, and I guess he's you know adding to the legacy of the the Ring of Honor World Championship and making it relevant until that. TV show starts and and then Jericho loses it to probably Claudio. So yeah, <laughs> um, we then had the in ring return after was it seven years? I believe seven years uh, of Saraya, um, not Soraya. to be confused with Saraya. Saraya, um, Saraya, Saraya. <laughs> uh, and it was versus Doctor Britt Baker DMD. I don't think anyone predicted this incorrectly. It's her first match. Uh, upon returning and uh yeah she she looked good i thought this was a solid match and uh mm, you know it, Soraya... was, it was it was good for a first match in five years there, there was some parts of it that were a bit five years yeah. was it okay yeah there was a, a couple parts of it that were a bit new but overall i think she did well but i don't mm. i don't think she should have won but you know no i i disagree i think i think i'm it's better for her to win on her return, but now she needs to start putting the girls over and figuring stories out and something more than, you know, I'm here. It's my house. It's my like, house. I got the, mo- yeah. I paid the mortgage on here. I paid my 50% <laughs> deposit and my, my tax and my lawyer's fees. This is my house. <laughs> that should be her story. Like, you know how IRS was so like, you know, <laughs> So structured. Oh yeah, Paige is a realtor. She's a realtor. Yeah. (laughs) So do you have your mortgage in principle? Because this is my house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, I need three months worth of bank statements and proof of income. Do you have any long-standing debt? Or have have you defaulted in the past five years? (laughs) Can tell someone's buying a house. So yeah, you can, right? <laughs> uh, you could be her manager. Um, so yeah, uh, Doctor Britt Baker uh, loses via pinfall, and Soraya gets her first win. I thought it was a decent match, not too bad. Uh, we then had a triple threat for the AWTNT Championship: uh, Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe now is I. I think a double champion. I, I don't even know yeah, what the champion. Ring of Honor championship is. TV he's, title, is he officially double he's, champion? He's a TV title, TV champion for a show or a company that doesn't have TV. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's a TV champion on both, but he's only on TV on one of them. Yes. <laughs> Does YouTube count as TV? No. Because no. <laughs> no. I'm on TV. I'm See on ya. TV then, if that counts. <laughs> We're all on TV somehow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Samoa Joe defeated um, defeated the two men by uh, technical submission. So he, he choked Powerhouse Hobbs out and uh, won the TNT Championship. What the fuck does this? I, I feel like, and I'm hoping that this is sort of for Wardlow to go and you know feud with MJF for the title at some point. Like I wouldn't <laughs> mind that. <laughs> no. no, you don't think so? Wardlow, he's he's colder than ice. Yeah, true. But I feel like people would pop for MJF versus Wardlow now. Yeah, they need to build them up a bit then, don't they? Uh, they this do. match was they definitely like three big bastards going at it was, was good. But I feel like if you yeah. were gonna give the title to someone, like if you're gonna change hands, Hobbs. Hobbs, man, Hobbs is good. He needs a wee push, you know. Mm-hmm. In the ring, he's he's you know menacing enough, and he's solid. He's solid. I I, I like Hobbs. He's good. Uh, we then had uh, TNA and Darby Allen in a match. Uh, it was Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. This match was all over the fucking place. Uh, Satnam Singh uh, got involved physically for the first time since making his debut in AEW, and when he caught Darby Allen. It was almost embarrassing to see how easily he could pick him up. Yeah. And it was like no effort whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed uh, it for what it was. I knew going in what it was going to be and it was what I thought. I I like I liked I like sting matches in AEW. They are very formulaic, but I do like them. I thought Sting did well. Mm. I thought Jarrett did well too. Jarrett's brilliant. Like someone said to me, I think it was Kenny said to me that Jarrett looks great right now because he's always wrestled like a 50 year old and now he's in his 50s he still wrestles the same <laughs> so he, <laughs> he looks great because you're like he's the same as when he was like 20 years ago he's brilliant um but yeah i thought he was good i thought he looked good i love i love his entrance when he comes down and he just shit talks the fans and constantly shit, yeah. shit talks them on the way to the ring it's really good the only thing i didn't like well obviously the finish when sting fucked it but um, that's fine. He's old, sixty-four kg. Um, yeah, I just didn't like Excusable. his gear. Why was he was wearing gear that you wear if you're working on your car in the garage? Like it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you're like <laughs> popping up the hood and like fixing the fan belt or something, you're wearing like an old skivvy jumper and a pair of cargo pants. Yeah, where was the ring attires thing? Come on, it you you well he everything's like falling out of place now. Ollie. you have to excuse thing for. To, you know, not being able to put everything back where it belongs. So, so his his wardrobe is going to look a bit funky as we go forward. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sting Darby Allen got the win here, eleven minute match on the dot. So yeah, not much more to say about that. Um, I said this as soon as I saw her face when Tony Storm came out. I was like, she's losing the fucking title. Yeah, tonight. she like, can't I hide can, it, can she? She cannot hide. She was not happy one fucking bit. Not one bit. And this girl was apparently her roommate. Like, she wasn't even happy for her roommate to fucking win the championship. Um, yeah, Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm uh, in the interim AEW World Championship. I told my friend, I was like, watch, Tony's losing this. Like, just look, she's she doesn't give a fuck about celebrating. 
Uh, she busts her nose open in this match as well. Like everything is going wrong for her. Uh, but Jamie Hader, with the help of Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, gets the big win yeah, and right is move, your new definitely. AEW interim women's world champion. Um, did you enjoy this match? Yeah, well, it was the best women's match on the show for sure. Um, Hater's really good in the ring. She's and so's Tony Storm. It was a good contest, and I liked the interference. Um, and yeah, I'm happy that Jamie Hater won finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and uh, you know, Jamie Hater's finisher looks really good. That that lariat, uh, mm. I think when she hits it, it looks it looks solid. So yeah. I kind of like that as well. Uh, and then we had the acclaimed coming out. Uh, Max Caster did two raps, which I enjoyed. Uh, both of them were really good. Uh, and uh, he uh, basically there was a AW tag team, a world tag team championship match uh, against Swerve and Our Glory. Uh, in this match, Swerve Strickland and uh, Keith Lee sort of have, you know, they go go at odds against each other at some point. Uh, they, there's some miscommunication, and uh, Swerve slaps. Keith Lee in the fucking face. Right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. And then Crash Bandicoot makes his way out of the ring and, and goes <laughs> up to the top of the ramp, leaving his partner. And then Swerve almost wins over there. But uh, no, it wasn't meant to be. And uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens get the big win and uh, retain the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Now, um, two questions to you, Ollie. Number one, what did you think of this match? And number two, is it finally time for FTR to come and win these titles? Uh, first question. I liked the match mostly. Um, I didn't think... I thought Billy Gunn should have been at ringside because um, he's part of the act. I didn't I, I didn't like it that he wasn't there and then until the end. But see when he was running down, he was going to cause a disqualification. Yeah. 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 So that didn't make sense. But, you know, overall it was a, it was a half-decent match. Um Everyone in the match looked good except from Keith Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith Bandicoot. Uh, Keith Bandicoot. And um, Bearcat Lee. <laughs> the Bearcat. The Bandicoot Cat. Bearcat. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe uh, that's why he was called that. Because Vince McMahon was Vince like, was a, you know who hey, he looks like? Hey, hey Shane. You ever, watch, you ever played what, Crash Bandicoot? What's that video game you played when you were a kid? What was it on the PlayStation? Uh, Dad, it was the uh, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> yeah. Bearcat. That's it. Bearcat. Bear <laughs> Crash Bearcat. Bearcat. Bearcat Lee. That's what we'll call it. Is it time for FTR to come back and run to... Oh, fuck. It, it, Tony Khan buried it, is burying FTR worse than WWE did, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How can God. you be... Remember their debut? Yeah. It's like they, they were so happy to go to AEW, and then because they are potentially more popular than a certain top-level executive tag team, they happen to get a little bit held down and they've never got the AEW titles, even though they have every other tag team title in the world. Hmm, interesting. Wow. Uh, that's... <laughs> like, that. It's, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, all that trash-talking on Twitter, I guess, finally got to these motherfuckers, so... Yeah, uh... Also, they, shame, you know they are shame, firmly yeah. really good pals with CM Punk. So, what does that tell you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh-oh. Uh, I feel like Bre- if Edge is really good pals with FTR, 
and CM Punk's really good pals with FTR. We like Edge. We know he's a nice guy. Edge is a good judge of character. So are FTR. I don't know anyone yeah. who I like who's friends. You know, it's it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> where you know that that um from it's always sunny where charlie's doing the the math and he's like he's got that big oh, yeah, poster yeah. and he's made all those connect yeah. yeah that's that's you right now he's like <laughs> if cm punk is like this and edge is like this and fdr i'm telling you man <laughs> he's all cracked out in the mailroom yeah <laughs> it's a conspiracy um we then have our main event it is uh john moxley defending the AEW World Championship against MJF. This was a great match um, for for the storytelling. Uh, everyone knows how I feel about John Moxley's. I was expecting some like the whole show. I felt like the wrestling was really good, and then when this match started, I was a bit like, "Oh my god, let's just get to the end because it's been almost four hours now, and like we just want to see MJF win this title." And John Moxley's slow wrestling just fucking painful. The match I felt only picked up when when MGF took out the diamond ring, and I was like, okay, this is it. This is the story. This is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> and then eventually, uh, you know, William Regal comes out. He's like, don't you dare, boy. Don't you dare. I'll go back to WWE and all your war games. Don't you dare. And and then he, you know, MGF throws the ring away. Uh, and then Moxley, you know, the referee's out. So William Regal tells Moxley to check on the referee, wake him up, wake him up, Mox, wake him up. And then so he, as, as Moxley's waking the referee up, he slides in the brass knuckles. MJF takes him and knocks out John Moxley to win the AEW World Championship. William Regal turns on John Moxley, and then MJF cuts this incredible promo. In the press conference, probably the I, I I didn't watch anything else from that press conference. I skipped through everything else, but that MJF fucking promo was excellent. What a what an incredible moment! Uh, you know the pay per view was worth the whole thing for this moment. MJF is fucking great. Uh, I I absolutely love this. I thought it was amazing. Ali, what did you think of it, and what do you think the future is for MJF now? Um, I thought the match was like a masterclass in old school main event. Um, psychology because you had two guys going against each other you had a baby face you had a heel you had the who the, was the heel well and the uh, let me make my point you had the baby face mjf you had the heel john moxley they had this big match um you had a, tur- a turn at the end where mjf turned heel at the end of the match because of regal you had a body part being manipulated by the baby face and the baby face big comeback and then the baby face using the brass knucks given to him by the manager of the champion it was fucking masterful it was so good give me this aw this is what we need this is fucking brilliant why can't it all be as good as this angle but can i say something just quick on that note i for me, I've been watching... This is the 13th match on the card, if you count the 0 right? 13th match. The 10th match without the 0 For the first 9 matches, or even the first 12 matches, if you're going to show me that everyone's just kicking out a fucking, you know, move after move after move, and then expect me to switch my mind to old-school wrestling as we know it, and give me, like, an old-school wrestling... My, my mind's not making that connection. I'm expecting some fucking 
flips I'm expect not maybe not flips but just like spot after spot after spot and they gave me that one spot on the table and that was it and and then the turn and it's like it does it just doesn't work for me in the flow so yeah, yeah. I, I I struggled to get into this match because I I, I kind of expected the outcome as we all did but it's hard for me to switch my mind into okay this is old school wrestling now so this is what I'm going to watch it's not like WWE has the whole thing you know like old school wrestling but over here it's like we have we have the indie style wrestling with spot 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 and then we jump into the main event which is old school wrestling it just doesn't work so I, I, me and my friend felt like oh my god the energy's taken out of us at this point just let's get to the the crescendo of this you were so I, I struggled you had the fatigues very much yeah. very much so that's the problem um, with these but, long shows you know like remember when we were at wrestlemania in new york Oh my it was like God. seven hours. There was no no one had any gas in the tank when it came to the main event. No one. Everyone was Yeah, there. we didn't enjoy Everyone. that triple threat whatsoever. We, we were too tired. Like yeah. three and a half hours, three and a half, three hours forty five should be the cap for a wrestling pay per view. You should not go any longer than it. Three forty five? I, I would say three and a half. Three yeah. and a half is the max it should ever go. Mm. This is almost four hours and there's so many matches. 13 matches yeah, for the, people sitting there the and pacing, it's like, like <sighs> you do get a lot of video packages in WWE because of the Peacock deal you know because people have Peacock for free and they get ads so then everyone else just gets these video packages and a lot of people don't like that but it gives you time to have a breather before the next match I always think Where, whereas yeah. AEW is just it's stacked and you don't you don't you don't get a breather at all yeah, you may not realize the purpose of those ads and what they're doing and how they're helping you sort of enjoy your viewing, but like they are like necessary to an extent. 13 matches is way, way too much. When WWE did eight matches on a pay per view, I was just like, fucking hell, that's a lot. You know? Well, yeah, I five, mean, I would maybe first, seven. first to criticize those long WrestleManias, man. They were way too long. Yeah. Way too long. Yeah. Like, the. Four hours for WrestleMania, but seven hours, man, it's ridiculous. I, I you know, I would have said the two night thing might have been too much, but I think the two night system the two night thing works, works so 100%, well. Works so well. It's like the right amount of time on the Saturday, you've got something to look forward to on the Sunday, and it, yeah, the two night thing goes mm-hmm. well. It's it's great. It's great. Uh but yeah, not to take anything away from MJF, as we said, MJF, the whole thing was incredible. The turn, the the promo at the end, uh, talking about <laughs> I loved his line about I'm gonna go to the shower and wash off Moxie's hepatitis A through Z off of me. <laughs> that was so fucking And then funny. he walks out and he says, Thank you, fuck you, bye, KG. That's what's that's yes. what uh, Cornette Cornette, says. That's Cornette's his catchphrase. Line. Uh, yeah. I've got I've got the face mask that says that. Thank you, fuck you, oh, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so oh my god it was this was absolutely incredible i'm looking forward to dynamite just to see what mjf does um you know it's it's pumped back some excitement uh into dynamite um for people who may not have understood the line of like mjf complimenting tony khan it was something that he did like like off the air he got tony khan to the ring and he complimented him he said you know you've done so much and blah blah so that's what he was referring to in the press conference it was i think recorded on some fan's phone or something like that so it was all over uh twitter and stuff so yeah i'm i'm excited to see the direction mgf takes the company it's it's exciting times for for aw 
hopefully they don't drop the ball and they capitalize on this because MJF is the star of the show and rightful champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, we get into, that, we're, going, we're going pretty long, yeah. so we better... Uh... Let's let's jump quickly into some potluck, <laughs> folks, because we've got we've got quite a bit of potluck. So let's do some ooh potluck. Ooh potluck. Alright, first question. Stephen Bradley asks, any early Royal Rumble prediction? Hashtag, ooh, potluck. Ooh, potluck, brothers. Uh, Cody Rhodes will win the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, I personally... Oh, I don't know. I, I Cody Rhodes is a good shout. I'd like to see... I don't know if this is ever going to happen, but... What if The Rock won it? Uh, <laughs> you think The Rock's no, gonna... No way. Not a chance. You think The Rock no? is going to do a Royal Rumble? No way. <laughs> Why not? Just come out at the end and fucking win it. That'd be so good. Because he's the biggest movie star in the world. He's either main event in WrestleMania or he's never wrestling again. That is it. You think so? 100%. Oh man. Okay. One can hope. One can hope, folks. One can hope. Um... All right, we have Rory McNellis. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Cody Rhodes is no better. Uh, Rory McNellis, do you think JR called Rampage Dynamite because Tony Khan told him they're moving Dynamite to Fridays as he didn't want to tell him that he'd been demoted? <laughs> no, uh, I just think uh, JR is in a world of his own and he does whatever he wants. He's, so, yeah. JR is, he's that old man now. You can't get rid of him. Yeah. He's just like. How many yeah. times in the ROH match on the pay-per-view did he say Sammy, Sammy, Sammy? Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Oh it's, like talking to, it's like talking to your grandpa. Like, he's, got, yeah. he's, really, he's really funny. He can tell great stories, but yeah. he repeats himself, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Sammy, here's my barbecue sauce. Do you think there JR you was Sammy. pissed off that he got took off the main event? No, and they put Tony Schwanny in. He was like, JR, you yeah. can do the middle bit in the show, but you're not doing the main event. <laughs> <laughs> Poor JR. It's so sad, man. It's so sad. Ugh. Um, Gopal Gotham. Uh, Baron Corbin is allegedly the modern-day wrestling god. What are you two the modern-day gods of? Hashtag, ooh, potluck. Hashtag, ooh, oh, potluck. Yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. We are the modern-day gods of being annoying. I don't know. Ollie's the modern-day god of dick. He's got plenty of it. Um, and I am the modern day god of the lack of dick. <laughs> Don't have enough. Don't have enough. So opposite. You to are the. You are. You are very. Uh, I will say. I think I'm pretty good at styling my hair. I think I'm. I've. It's uh-huh. taken me many years, but I think I got it down. You're very good at shaving your hair, because your <laughs> your your head always looks. It's always so smooth. I would love touching it. That's true. So maybe we're the yeah. modern day gods of hair care. Hair care. Hey. Oh, that could be your tag team name. Hair care. Hair care. <laughs> Wear hair care. <laughs> like I'll, let, I'll let all my body hair grow out and you shave all your body yeah. hair. And it's like <laughs> the polar opposites. I'll be Albert yeah. and you can be Mr. Clean. <laughs> I can be- <laughs> 
Or Vito. Vito, Vito. is pretty clean. <laughs> Vito. Um, Derek Kerr, who's winning the World Cup? Not Scotland, unfortunately. Um, um, who's winning the World Cup, KJ? England's England's been. I'm a I'm a England fan. I have been for many many years. Uh, uh, I'd love to see England win the World Cup. Uh, I'm flying. I'm flying for the World Cup uh, from the 8th of December to the 14th. So I'm going to be there. I'm watching a quarterfinal match and a semifinal got your, match. Uh, got your rainbow yeah. flag packed. I got my <laughs> I got my rainbow flag packed, and uh, I've got the you know the paint. So I'm going to paint my head yeah. the rainbow color. Yeah. There's nothing about painting heads over there so uh no but i think i think england england has a are strong contenders france lost kareem benzema so france is in dire need of someone who can you know sort of get them to retain the world cup um argentina just lost (laughs) saudi arabia um brazil always has a good team uh but so far england has even though it was iran and i understand iran uh, we'll 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 see how they fare against USA and Wales, and that would sort of give you a oh, better indication. I, I am going to be a Welshman that day. I love Wales so much. <laughs> yeah, Wales is a good team. As is the US. People sleep on the US, man. The US has a really strong team. Um, and if you watch the game against Wales, they played so well. So the US is a big threat, and if England can overcome them. Then England I, I, has a KJ, good chance. I've I've been to an MLS game in Salt, yeah. Lake, in Salt Lake City. I, it was it was wild. Okay, it was very fun. Yeah, they're really good. The yeah. Americans are really good. They are, unfortunately America puts so much money in every sport that they dominate everything they fucking do. So yeah, I I, I I'm I, I'm hoping it's England. I'm I'm. It's it's this like. What what's the thing where you just like you support someone and just like it never works. And he's Scotland. Like, oh, please. Sco- Scotland. <laughs> Being Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy Hayworth. Hayworth? H A W O R T H? You say how you want, honey. Okay. Uh, no offense, Andy. Uh, what do you think of the charisma vacuum that is Tyler? That's such a Kenny McIntosh line. Charisma vacuum. Uh, what do you think of the charisma vacuum that is Tyrus winning the NWA title? Uh, you'll surely watch their product now, won't you? Oh, yeah. I've been I, watching reruns yeah. of NWA since Tyrus is... Yeah, I need to speak to... So, Fiona Lockhart, who works on the live shows, <laughs> she loves NWA. Like, that's her favorite wrestling out of everything. Out of AEW, WWE, Japan, everything. NWA yeah. is her thing. She loves it. I'm yet to speak to her about Tyrus, but I'm going to... I want to hear her thoughts. Because she's... She's ever the positive person about NWA, and I don't know how you could spend Tyrus winning the title as a positive thing, you know. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, I'd love to. Especially I'm in better shape than him, and I, I'm in better shape than him. Ollie, I have one wing, and I'm in better shape. Jesus, <laughs> I could probably wrestle a better match. Um, Anthony Fitzpatrick, what's on your full gear media scrum bingo card? Happy belated to Ollie. Hashtag. Oh yeah. Hashtag ooh pot roast. Ooh pot roast. Oh thank you. Thank you. It was a wonderful birthday. Uh, um I went to uh, I went on a spa uh, overnight to a castle up in the north of Scotland. Castle Rock. With uh, I sent you a picture of it. It looked nice, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Lovely. With, with it almost my, looked fake. That's yeah, how nice it looked. It was so nice. Oh it was, it was stately inside. It was so nice. 
Um, and yeah, it was lovely. I had steak for my dinner, so it's all good. Oh, another steak. That's your fifth steak of the year, Ollie. Yeah, I'm off the steaks now oh. for the rest of the year. Yeah, <laughs> for the rest of the year. Saving myself with, for... With one and a half months left. Saving myself for LA. LA, babe. We're going for yeah. steak. Oh, yeah. The, the annual go, tradition. Go. Uh, uh, G's not invited. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. She can't make it. She'll have to figure out what to do by herself. Yeah. Uh, question for both. Uh, Anthony continues. KJ, what was your thoughts on the Pereira Adesanya fight? Did you think it was stopped too early? Personally, thought it was stopped at the perfect time. Uh, yes, I agree. I think Adesanya was completely out. Um, you know, he, even though he was standing up and somewhat conscious, I feel like if you continued that, Adesanya would have been in grave danger, you know, for his health. So I, I do think it was stopped at the right time. Pereira is a monster. I would... There's there's this one from uh, his kickboxing days where he he knocks his guy's lights out. The guy stands up and then he fucking knees him in the face and god it's disgusting. Uh so yeah, Pereira Pereira is a monster and Adesanya did lose that fight. Uh crazy crazy fucking fight though. Uh and Oli, Shag Mary Kill, Max Ooh. Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel. Oh, that's a great question. Oh man, do you know how much I, I love F1? It's getting up to be I love it as much as wrestling. Um, it's so good. Ooh. It's it's so good. Me and my uncle and um, my, uh, we'll say brother-in-law, um, not brother-in-law, cousin's husband. There you go. That's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, we have decided that we're going to go to the Belgium Grand Prix next year. So, very Ooh. excited about that. Um, so who is it? Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, and who? Why don't you come to the Abu Dhabi one? It's too expensive. Um, Max you don't Verst- have to do the your who, dream who are, thing. Who are the three yeah. people? Who are the three so people? Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, and Vettel. All right, so I'm Seven. killing, killing Max Verstappen. I can't fucking stand his stupid face. What? Stab him in his stupid fucking eyes. He fucked over Checo at the Brazilian Grand Prix. Checo should have finished the championship in second, but Max Verstappen already won the championship, but was too fucking big to let Checo pass him so he could get the point to beat Leclerc at Ferrari. Fuck you, Max Verstappen, you cunt. Um, Dying a fire. Um, I'm in between teams right now. (laughs) (laughs) Between which ones? I was always, when I was younger, when I originally watched F1 when I was younger, I was always Ferrari. Um, and now okay. that I've got back into it, I, I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet. My favorite driver is Alonso, though. He's my favorite. Um, okay. Alonso anyway, is Mercedes? No. Oh, no he, the... he, was at, he was Alpine, but he's moving to Aston Martin next year. So oh. uh, I would fuck Lewis Hamilton. Um, when I was younger, I used to hate him, but now I quite like him. Um, okay. And also, I think he'd be a good ride, you know? He take you out. Yeah. You take you out to a nice hotel. He buy a nice restaurant. Buy dinner. Back to his suite in his hotel. You know, that'd be good. And then obviously uh-huh. marry Sebastian Vettel because he's the nicest man in the world. He's just retired, so yeah. he's got lots of time to spend with you. He's into saving the <laughs> environment. Um, he loves yeah. he loves collecting motorbikes. Um, and yeah, so and I, I, I like saving Germany. the environment, I, but collecting motorbikes. I'd move to Germany, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so, why not? Yeah. Fuck so it. So Sebastian marry Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, and we'd have. Beautiful. Well, we don't have children because neither of us are female. So there you go. Yeah, I, I, I when I first went when the F one first started here, I got tickets to do the the walk, the pit walk, oh. and so we passed everyone's. Uh, you know, I have pictures. I'll show you. They're on Facebook, mm. and my brother and I just walked past uh, Vettel's uh, 
little what are they called the pet, spaces the pet, the pet garage pit is there a pit a oh, pit garage yeah, yeah. yeah so went went to the pit garage of uh, vettel and hamilton and was it uh, alonso i remember i didn't really know many of the drivers there but then my brother and i sat there and we we hated the f1 we we're just like oh my god this is you can't talk it's so loud and we we had like the um, uh what are those the the fancy seats called the the podium ones pass. that you checked podium pass. yeah so yeah so we yeah so we had the podium pass and we were sitting there and like we were right next to the the finish line and stuff so it was really you know, cool in that you know sense what, you know what's but... good about f1 is the racing is the least exciting part of it right it's like wrestling wrestling yeah. is the least good part of watching wrestling right because yeah. wrestling's all about the storylines and the gossip right that's what that's what you yeah. love about it right that's what F1 yeah. is. F1 is just constant gossip and speculation and news. And then you have the races because they're necessary for all that to surround it. So that's why F1's good. Yeah. It's all the storylines. Right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we then have Oliver Drake. What is the most insane thing you've done? Basically, uh, a reference to Captain Insano making his return uh, to... <laughs> to TV, I guess. The most insane thing I've ever done in my life is when I was the ski instructor in Japan, there was this huge, maybe like 50 foot uh, in diameter, giant inflated um, like landing pad. So it was like, uh, it was like filled with air. And there was this huge 50 foot ski jump that you could go off. And when you went off uh-huh. it, you weren't going to die when you went off it. Basically, you land on this big sort of crash mat thing that was filled with air and right. I was I did it I went off the 60 foot jump and flew off into the air and then landed on this big fucking thing and it was the most insane thing I've ever done in my life and I would never do it again I thought I was, <laughs> was going to die I thought I was going to die but it was so fun oh, wow. but so scary that's the most insane thing I've ever done uh Man, I, there I've been some. I, there's some things I can't talk about that I've done that are insane. Um, but something that comes to mind, I'm really bad at this. You guys know how shit my memory is, and even I need people to remind me of things that I've done to be like, oh yeah, 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 I did that. And it's like, it's so difficult. So I, I'm, I'm just gonna say, uh, I, I, <laughs> I was in Saint Lucia. And I did a zip lining in the jungle, and then uh, in the middle of the zip line course, between in the jungle between trees and stuff, a storm hit, and the instructors literally told us to to lock ourselves to trees because Shit. the storm could yeah the storm could possibly like push us off this and we would fall and die. So that was that was pretty insane. Um, so yeah, I, I'll say that as something I can actually talk about on the podcast. Um, Robert Fletcher, I recently attended the O2 Academy in Glasgow for the first for the Tedeschi Trucks band gig, and was charged six pounds twenty uh, for a can of Guinness. My question: What is the most absurd price you've had to pay for a beverage at a wrestling event? Ali, this is all you, man. Oh my god! Se- was it seven seven dollars? For the vodka? Are you kidding? Um, the first time we went to WrestleMania at the AT&T, me and Kenny and 
uh, Kyle and uh, our mate Dan. The vodka, double vodka Diet Coke was $46. What? Double vodka Diet Coke, $46. For four of you? No, no. For one. I'm sorry. What do you mean $46? That's how much it cost for one double vodka Diet Coke. How fucking big was the vodka Diet Coke? That can't be possible. Standard size. $46? Yeah. So I, I got I got the first round and it was like over $100 for me and Kenny. Just me and Kenny. With tip, you know? What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. That, that you, know where, you know where else no was sense. really expensive? I can't remember the exact amount, but it was, it was like $24, $25 where Raw was in uh, Dallas. Um, a couple months ago Jeez. it was expensive there was like $24 for a vodka yeah it was expensive oh my god yet people are complaining hey I want beer at Qatar give me beer we're saving you money folks this is sa- this is all a plan to save you guys some money uh, <laughs> Ricardo Moreira uh, if how many fucking questions happen, are they this is the last one oh, okay uh, if if they, if they were to happen, could Rock versus Reigns and Punk versus Austin lead to an eventual Punk Reigns feud? Uh, and if so, would it move the needle in terms of ratings? Uh, I'll answer your last question first. Yes, I think it would if this was to happen. However, I don't think this is going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I really want it to happen. I think we'll, we will get Rock Reigns. I think that is going to happen. Um, I'm more sure yeah. of that than I have ever been. Um, but to say that Punk's going to get out of this murky contract with AEW and face Austin at WrestleMania, I think I think that's a, a bit of a stretch. But this is a year where Vince McMahon retired from WWE, Stone Cold returned to the ring, CM Punk left AEW. There's been so much... Cody Rhodes switched from WWE. Vince returned to the ring. Vince Vince had a match. There's so much shit that you never thought would be possible happened this year. So is it out of the realms of a possibility? Potentially. But if you take 2022 as a case study, it could happen. So you never know. Yeah. Never say never in wrestling. Uh, Yeah. Uh... I'd, I'd like to see CM Punk come back to WWE, but I unlikely. I I don't know. It's everything so you can never say and and like you you just sound like an idiot if someone plays this back like in two months where CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like like, you know, like that know. podcast that we did when coronavirus first started and we were like, it's fine, it'll be fine, it'll move on. Everyone's overreacting. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Six months later. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's our potluck, folks. Uh, hope you enjoyed this very stacked episode of the roast. Uh, lots of stuff here. Uh, but if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash inside the ropes, uh, where you can get you know the pot of thunder that uh, 
We also have the pay-per-view reviews. Check those out. Uh, we also have the Wrestling Roast merch is available. Shop.itrwrestling.com. Get your Wrestling Roast merch. <laughs> like Rory McNellis, Anthony Fitzpatrick, and Laney, who very ironically just tweeted me, uh, but I still don't know her last name. So I'm going to say Laney Cat. Laney wished me a happy birthday. Thanks, Laney. Oh, that's so sweet. She, uh, she, as did she I. Was, she was no. very funny. She was funnier than you, actually. Okay, fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> itrwrestling.com forward slash YouTube. There's tons of interviews. Check out our clips channel, uh, ITR Clips. Uh, follow us at inside underscore the ropes on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Also, itrwrestling.com forward slash Facebook. And remember, itrwrestling.com is where this and all other ITR podcasts are available along with Jim Ross, Kofi Kingston, Jen Louise, Paul Heyman, Taz, Ricky Starks, Brandy Cootley, <laughs> Finlay Martin, <laughs> Jim Cornette, Kenny McIntosh, Chris Jericho, Mackenzie Mitchell, and Mickey James. Say it with me! A plethora of news! Oh my god, that's a bearcat size of news! Is also now available. Just go to itrwrestling.com. Inside the Rose Magazine is also now available. Ships worldwide. Just go to insidetherosemagazine.com and order your copy today. Uh, you can also smack our asses like a drum. Smack my ass like a drum. At Ali also and me at that KJ guy. And uh, you can check out uh, more of my stuff if you enjoy comic books over on uh, KJ and AZ, the super crazies. We've got a very interesting draft episode coming up. We're going to be drafting uh, teams of superheroes and debating which team's going to win. So that's going to be a lot of fun um, with the same friend of mine who was watching wrestling with me. Sam, so, yeah. uh, itrtix.com. If you want to buy any tickets for for Ollie and I's strip show, uh, <laughs> we are <laughs> we are doing a live strip tease. Uh, yeah. It's an online event. It's an online event. Year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, limited tickets available. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the VIP sold out. Um, has yeah. Wait, who's, there was a there was a, pre, there, was a there was a pre-sale code. Finley Martin. Finley Martin's bought F our VIP Martin, tickets. F Martin plus one. F That's Martin, weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> VIP sold out. Um, he bought the yeah, whole the VIP. VIP. Sold out. He, he bought all the VIPs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's one thing left to say, folks, and that is, I love you, Ali. I love, I love you. you. I love you. Hope you feel better soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.